Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to let you guys know that August 26th is just around the corner. And you're probably like, what the fuck is going on August 26th? Well, bitch, if you have not been listening... Broco Therapy and Double Team Podcast are going to New York together and we're going to do a live podcast show event for our New York fans. We have a ton of vibrators and a ton of prizes to give out to those who participate in our trivia and our games during the show. And what makes this live show so special and so different from the last ones we've done is that we are doing an after party after the show. So everyone who came to the live show gets to join us at a bar a few blocks down and we are going to get fucking lit and do a meet and greet and just hang out and fucking party. So if you are in the New York area, we would love to see you on August 26th. Tickets are now available down below in the description. And for the after party, we will be giving out details later as the time gets closer to the date. I'm so excited. I hope to meet all of you guys in New York. Love you and enjoy the show. I just realized my foot is in the shot. So for it's probably what is. Yeah. And all the shots. Free feet. Free feet. Free feet. Okay, oh. let's do this, guys. What's up, DT fam? Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. I love your background. That's so cute. It's you. I want to do a photo shoot with Trevor where I'm just, like, naked. You should. For you my should, like, 30th. Just, you yeah. should just do something. Uh, yeah. Which reminds me, I uh, I was going to post a little thirst trap on Sunroom. Hold right on. now? Actually, I meant to do it earlier. Anyways. <laughs> The oh, way Steph says, she's like, right now, right bitch. Now. Right now like, of all times to right, post. I was like, can you wait? Yeah, Kimi, I think you can wait to post a thirst trap. Yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. Like, all right, wait, are, we're, are we still plugging ourselves or introing? Plug yourselves, yeah. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Rocco Therapy. And we got your favorite twins, Camila and Nicole. Cammy and Nikki. I keep doing that. I did that in the last one. It's okay. <laughs> I just love saying Camila. 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 Hola. Nicole. Yeah. Nicole. It's just crazy because it's Nicole. like you guys don't look Hispanic. I know. We're I know. So we're white, white, pre- presenting. white presenting. It's so unfortunate. I feel like we're white and vanilla presenting. It's a little disappointing at I times. Know. But you well, know what? But the Armenians, every time, because we are uh, probably about a third or if not a half Armenian. We're like 40% Armenian. Yeah, 40% Armenian is probably fair. That. Anyways, every time but I see know. Armenian people, they're like, you're Armenian. And I'm like, oh, I always I get asked if I'm Lebanese or Persian. I'm Lebanese. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah I didn't know that. Say, like, Isn't it Greg? But like, yeah, I wish Greg. I had just like, <laughs> my <a> dad. <laughs> I wish I had just a little more spice to my skin tone, you know, just like. Yeah. I mean, we, I feel like I was looking at my legs. I'm like, this is the legs of a white woman. Like this, like, I need to go tanning. Like, I haven't seen the sun in a while. Is this, are oh, these the, the legs of a white woman? Oh, wait, I guess it is <laughs> now. 
<laughs> please there's, make there's some tan on there. Please there's make a clip on there. This <laughs> is legs of a white woman. <laughs> Are these the legs of a white woman? Because I am just, Latina. There is brown. Mine is just like where's the melanin and Armenian. Know? It's just like a yellow undertone tone with like. But you have an olive undertone. Yeah, which is not very gringo of it. <laughs> It's not very gringo. That's a really bad to cut that out. No, gringo is like what you call, like what a Mexican would call a white person. Okay, like, but uh, like, like for okay, like okay, white, okay. but it's also it can be a derogatory term. So let's just you know for the sake Beep. of well, for we're, white people, I think they'll be fine. It's <laughs> fine. Let's just, white just, people have gone away with a lot of shit. They need they need their moment to be just, discriminated. Just <laughs> no, no, you know they're not being. Let's, let's cut that whole bit out and change the subject. Uh, but basically, <laughs> do you know who listens to my show? <laughs> A lot of thick Latinas. Okay, so they get it. I was going to say, yeah, I think we're fine. Yeah. Still. Uh, we love the white people that do listen to the show. All get it, races, you know I mean? all colors. We, all love, yeah. we love everyone. We still love you. Yeah, it's fine. I think we can say that because we're white. Yeah, you, what? you can say because you're white presenting. White. We're not we're white. white presenting. You're white presenting. So okay, you're white. Well, okay, we just look white, but I'm you're not. not <laughs> I'm not trying to present myself as a white person. But you, but we you are. are. You just you can't help it. We are. I thought you guys are white women. Foreign. We're immigrants. We have. We're, we, we have, have the, like literally. We, not we have the immigrant shots. We have um, the immigrant stamp. I wasn't born in this country. It is not my first language. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Hablo español, pero me I'm sure if we went to Mexico, they would probably come up to me first and be like, "No, <laughs> no español," and then you guys will like be the one. Get Qué tal? And they'd be like, "Che, wey." I thought you were white. I thought you were green. No, they wouldn't say che. That's in Argentine. I know. That's why I said che, wey. Anyways, <sighs> before um, we get canceled. <laughs> No, I, I still think we should. We're not getting cute. Okay, let's it's not. It's fine. The white people listen to the show get it. They love us. They love us. <laughs> they love all of us. Like I still our white should. legs. I still think we should cut this out. <laughs> Anyways, we just won't put it on on Instagram because that's where we'll be fucking. Yeah. Oh, don't. That's where no, the are you white kidding? men are really never. gonna come after us. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I posted that clip of or Nick, let's, Nikki. Let's, speaking of white men, no, let's no. Talk like, about it. I had to. Nikki posted that clip of that one episode where I I was crying about my eggs, yeah. and I it um, that one started reaching like one point something million views, and like. The comments men were saying, I, I finally just stopped the comments. I was like... I just started deleting sense. them. You, you know why? Because Cami was saying, you know, how she missed, like, when he would hold her and the times that, you know, yes. the good things. And, like, you know, everyone needs to realize that, like, you know, if you walked away from a relationship that was bad for you, it's okay to miss the good things. Even if it was a bad relationship, I'm sure it had phenomenal moments that you miss. And there is nothing wrong with that. But everyone in the comment section was like bet you cheated on him why'd you leave him then you cheated on him yeah didn't everybody you? was like you fucking whore you probably cheated on him and, and started then, an only fans and blah 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 yeah, and, like, and then ever, what the uh, fuck are you coming it's at me, it's bro their wives did that to them everyone everyone like made up these scenarios of what cammy did and then i was like what are y'all basing it's this so off of and yeah. someone literally commented that commented that on one of the posts they're like you're just making up stories like yeah, yeah. No, I've had people what the be, fuck like, are you fuckers be like, doing? this thing is like scripted and it's like fake. And oh yeah, like, my my favorite comments are were like, this is a fake cry. Fake, fake cry, fake. They're and just, I'm just doing like, it just for like the views. And, and I'm like, like, or they're like, where, okay. she's crying for clout. And I'm like, bitch, 
No, I'm fucking not. What makes you think I want to cry on the internet like, for attention? Like, I did not look cute crying. I didn't want Nikki to post I that clip, but she thought it was cry. sentimental. And I was like, okay, fine. You can post it. Let's see what happens. And then that shit happens. And I'm like, see, this is why I didn't want to post it in the first place. Isn't it crazy? Like, it feels so good to, like, have, like, good numbers and to go viral. But then do you guys ever find yourself also getting anxious because of it? Because, yeah. like, at first, maybe this... Probably the comments were probably really nice because yeah. it was just like you, the people that love you and like support, support. the show. Yeah. Yep, like, yep, 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 but then yep. as soon as it, and hits- then it gets the exposure and you have like a million people looking at this video, that means it's just like more people to ridicule you. And the it's riff like, raff comes in. Riff, yeah. The, yeah. It's like, it's like the, it's like amazing to go viral, but it also, it's like such a downfall because like you get people just like as- assuming things about you and your relationship. And it's like, I just nowhere near like they know fucking nothing about it's like I understand exactly. celebrities now yeah you know and that's the thing is like and and people you know you take one little clip of something five seconds and they're then they base like this whole they're like oh what about this, this she and started an only fans and yeah, she cheated and on like, him and that's why and it's like yeah this isn't even like even just ish. they take everything completely out of context or just like you know it just make up this wild thing and that's the thing is one of the things that I really hate about like especially when some of our ki- our clips do go viral and it does end up hitting the, you know, the people that don't necessarily understand our podcast or our community or what we're trying to build. And everybody's like, oh, they're just doing this for clout. It's like, I've never done anything just to say I've done it for the podcast. Like, no, I live my life authentically and I do whatever the fuck I want. And then I come and tell these stories on here. And that's the last why thing you'll podcast. find me doing. Yeah. And it's like, but when we make clips, it's like, it's like those snippets that we enjoy or that we find funny or that we find endearing. And it's like, and you want to bitch. Oh, someone, <clears throat> my favorite part um, was the other day someone had, had commented and they're like, oh, it was one of those like typical like cheater, blah, blah, blah comments. And someone else commented and they were like, have you listened to the podcast? And because she talks about this in detail and she went over a lot of the things you just mentioned in this comment. And the guy was like, no. And she was like, well, maybe you fucking should. I know. I love our fans. And I, and you know, I know this isn't our show, but I know you guys probably stand up for stuff too in the comment section occasionally. Like the ones that listen and follow. And then they go in there to these comments and you're like, well, if you actually like listen to what the fuck they talk about, like you'd actually see that like, this is what the whole point was about. This is just a five second clip that's quickly showing like a snippet of it. And so I love it when, when people do come have our backs because like, it just makes me feel very supported. It It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me like that there are people that actually actually like enjoy our content and like you know like what we or you know basically get something out of what we have to say yeah understand us see us you know I remember one time I'll never forget um this one girl that she wrote in one time and she was like you know I don't always agree with everything you say but like I really just enjoy hearing a different perspective sometimes and that like it helps me think about my own perspective about things and so it's like there's someone that like sure she can be like hey I don't always agree with you but you know I'm at least like willing to like listen to what you say and like take that into consideration and formulate my own thoughts exactly and like that to me just shows yeah just just shows so much like maturity and like such like a good character of a person because mm-hmm. yeah there are people too that I listen and I'm like I don't agree with them but like I'm willing to be like okay that's your perspective I don't agree with it but like you know sometimes other people's perspective that I don't agree with gets me to think about more about my perspectives oh for sure and I appreciate that because then it helps me reflect on my own beliefs and values and everything and then like I get to forge my beliefs in a stronger way because someone's perspective helped me kind of like see mine maybe in a new light 
Yeah. You know, so sure. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you guys started taking off like you limited some of the words, right? Because that, that's like really helped me. Yeah, we did some. Yeah. It's like yeah. you can't call me Shamu anymore in the comments. <laughs> fuck y'all for, <laughs> fuck you if you do, though. Like, she, you know what? Whales are beautiful creatures. You know what? Compare oh. me to a fucking whale, bitch. You're better than me because I would literally. If <laughs> no, I cried about it, don't worry. I, I would, I would I, throw. You know when something makes you so mad, you start laughing. I yes. would throw hands. I and like if I, if I someone, mean, I have. Oh. I definitely like. I've definitely have gone off. Like, I mean, a lot of times I like ignore it, but then you know you have your moments where you're just like. I'm just like you're just so sick of seeing it, you know, and you just like go off. Like I, I honestly like I have a really long list of like blocking people. Like I block like as soon as like I, I started see, blocking. Yeah, as soon Same. as I see yeah. comments that are negative, not just about me, but about other people that are on the clip, I'm like, nope, we're not like we're not doing this. I yeah. really because for me, like I really want to take pride of like the safe space that like we create. Yeah. And so if there's just gonna be just a f- like a flood of these just like negative comments, like it really takes away from the experience where someone could be like, hey, like, I agree to or I feel this way or, like, I see it like this, you know, and or if they see someone that, you know, or if they look like me and then they see comments, you know, that are negative, to, like, about me. It's like, I don't want them to feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, I want us to all just, like, share experiences and relate and laugh and not have to feel like we have to, like, put this guard up because of, like, the white men on Instagram. Well, I mean, or what, or men, you men know, in general, just white men, men in general, men, men in general. It's yeah. mostly men. Yeah. One of the things that the internet and does. And some occasional women who are yeah. like, how oh, dare yeah, they? Yeah, the women, the those are the ones up. that I'm like, they fuck show you. Up. And you're like, yeah, fuck. Okay. And that's one of the things I'm about real you know, social media. Yes. Social media and the internet is it does bring out those keyboard warriors where it's like, typically you would never fucking see that in, in person oh, to yeah. an actual person. But just because you're hiding well, behind a screen under your little user 3939X546. And they don't even know. have a profile picture. <laughs> exactly. Or they just, look like a bug. Exactly. And you're like, motherfucker. You just hide like, under that alias. And right. it's like, fuck you for doing that, A. B, like, I just... And it, it's gotten to the point where, like, the absolute absurdity of it just makes me laugh so hard. But, like, especially, like, the, the comments where it's like, oh, she definitely doesn't have a father or who is she? Sometimes I just want to come in. Who the fuck are you? Like, I, where's your I father? So right. Pissed. Where is your father? Where's your mother? Because she didn't fucking teach you, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, to, like, to go after no people on the internet. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, who taught who you manners? you? Like, I'm sorry, you. but if I see a clip of something that I don't like, I just keep going. Ignore it. Move I just on. move on. I don't say shit. You know, the amount of energy that. you put being like, you dirty, slutty shamu, it's just like, why put, why, like, that is like such. I negative. love shamu so much. This is ruining it for me. <laughs> because it's a derogatory term for someone joke. that I love. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean. Brocal Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel 
like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all the stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I lost my train of thought, but I agree with you. It's just a really, I hate that. And and if anyone ever, like, if I saw someone like, ever call you anything first, I would. nickname and they ruined it. Are you crying? No. Okay. Are you? I was like, wait, hold on. I'm having a really, no, actually. But yeah, you so know, I, you can't say pig. You can't use any pig emojis on mine. You can't say fat, chubby, like, none well, of that. It like, also just makes me really sad when that's the thing that they come after is looks. Yeah. 1,000%. Because and well, for us, like, I, I'm. They don't really come after our looks. They just come after our, like, morality, which... Are you kidding me? Someone said... That, too. I get that, too. Someone commented on that one of me where I was crying, and they were like, "Um, her fucking face looks like a worm, and then they used the little emoji, and I just... I saw that, and I was like... What? Fuck you, because I hate how I look when I'm crying. First off, I thought you looked adorable when you cried. I thought so, too. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. I thought it was adorable. Like, something about it was like, oh, look at this little... 
baby. Like, it was no. just so cute. Like my like mom got- instincts was like wanting to like be Nikki too and like hold you. Like it felt I felt like I thought you looked oh, adorable. What I hated I got so someone was like someone was like the way she's like looking at the camera while holding her is so fake. I was like <laughs> Well, like, Mildred, I know you were, like, the furthest from fake. Like, you were, like, the least fakest person. That's the thing that sucks. And I'm sorry, but, like, if you're, like, I I feel like we've all done the self-work where it's, like, we we see these comments and 90% of the time I laugh. Um, 10% of the time I get really fucking pissed, but I hold myself back. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's still just a really sad thing to see. Yeah, because you realize that, like, the... There's still a lot of work to do to make the world a better place. And who kn- who even knows if the world will be a better place? Like, it kind of makes you feel like the world kind of, like, people, there's some really sucky people out there, you know? I mean, but there's I, also amazing people out there. I don't want to, like, you know. No, you're, I, you're right I know that, we've definitely some. bitched about the comment section on the pod before. But what you said really kind of reminded me, like, why it's so important to me and why, like, you know, I, on one hand, I don't care because, and I end up deleting the comments a lot of times, but on the other hand, I do care because you're right. Like, I love when we have videos and people come in and they're like, oh my God, me too. Or, oh my God, I feel seen. Or, oh my God, like, uh, I relate to this. And like that, because that, those are the people that I want to connect with. And those are the people that I want. Or they share their stories in the comments. Exactly. And I want them to, to see that like, hey, you're not alone in this. Like someone else out there feels the same way that you do or likes the same kinks or like has had a similar experience whatever and so then yeah when you see other people come in and just like try to tear everything down that pisses me off and like what I hate the most is like when I see people that are like oh my god me too and someone will be like you whore and like comment to that person and I'm like that is not the space I'm trying to build no I I block I delete I just I drives me insane and also sometimes too it's like you know and like I like thankful I'm glad that there's a lot of engagement sometimes I can't keep up with all the comments and like I don't you know and and that like because because I need separation from the comment section because like yeah for my mental health i can't like to wake up and to see like your whole fat whore like like all the time like you know like daddy issues you guys are disgusting like it it takes it does like do something to your mental health even if you're not fucking crying in that moment or mad or have any emotion like it's kind of like this affirmation that you just see constantly so i try to avoid it and also i feel like i you know cam is gonna take away because i'm gonna try to finish it off and then let you go but uh but also i think like it i i hate that it takes away time from the people who are positive in the messages because yeah. i'm like i don't want to like i still want to connect with everyone and that's the place to connect and it sucks that the like for every, like, one positive comment, there's, like, ten bad ones. I'm yeah. just laughing. Someone was like, if you hadn't spread your legs like the 405 or something. <laughs> I was like, this is really rude, but also funny. Some of our love. Yeah, sometimes they're fucked up. You know, honestly, they're fucked up, but they're so like, they're funny. Some of them. But, up. you know, honestly, like, I do. And that's one of the things that I always, like, you know, try to manifest is, you know, when this goes viral, I want it to go viral to the right people. Yes. To for, and I want it to go viral for good reasons. Yeah. You want it to be healthy, positive conversations in the comment section happening, not bad ones. This whole thing reminds me of, and it was actually a conversation I was having um, with a good friend of mine. We went to dinner the other night. And I, like, he went to the live show. And remember how I was saying that, like, I personify, like, my ego and my... Yeah siren and my future self and like all the people inside me you know and they're like different aspects of me and I remember like one time he, or he was asking me he was like when you were talking about that he was like 
he was like, what about the side of you that like doesn't believe in you? Or he's like, or what about the side of you that like sees negative things and, and like agrees with them or believes it? Or he's like, or what about the side of you that like, you know, doesn't support you? And I was like, I don't know that side of me. And he was like, he was like, you don't have that. And I was like, and so he explained to me, he's like, you know, sometimes like I, for example, I will, you know, like I'll want to do something or whatever, but there's like a side of me that's like, you can't do that. You're not capable of that. Or like anxiety. Yeah. Or like doubt or self doubt. -doubt. Yeah. Or a side of him that where it's like, you know, he sees someone says something bad about him and he believes it. And he was like, you know what? They're right. He was like, how do you not like look at some of those comments and be like, you know what? They're right. And I'm like, I am not God's gift to mankind by any means. However, like that is the work that I've done with my ego. Yeah. Is like you build your ego to a place of like instead of inflating it falsely to where like your ego is like just trying to like, you know, overcompensate. puff up and overcompensate. Instead, your ego is the one that like blocks out the negativity because they know, you know what? We know our worth. The confidence and we and and we know we're better than that and so and I it's funny because after we had that conversation then I had a whole dream about it and also during that conversation I realized like I always personify my ego as a man Mm. and I've always thought of him as like this like tall blonde dude who's like really like beautiful and then I'll and then in the middle of that conversation with him I was like holy shit because I explained to him, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's like, what do you mean your ego is a man? And I'm like, well, I see him as a man. He was like, what does he look like to you? And I'm like, he's tall, he's blonde, and he's, like, really beautiful. And he was like, oh, like Calvin. And I was like, oh. And that's not why Calvin hurt Is that why I'm so attached to Calvin? Because he literally reminds me of my ego. Moving on from the conversation. Anyways, we're not going to talk about Calvin. Yes, I know. Can you (laughs) let me finish what I was saying? Anyways, so I I realized maybe that, like, one of the reasons why I was always so attracted to Calvin is because he reminds me of my ego. And my ego and I have spent a lot of time like forging belief in ourselves to the point where it's like i'm not saying that i never doubt myself you are the most hurt about him versus like Jordan. yeah yeah for sure but But like i don't know when it when it comes to my ego like i like i so my friend asked me he's like well how do you like work on your relationship with your ego and i was like i give him words of affirmation yeah. which I give it to myself, but like I, but I give him words of affirmation that are different than what I give to like my siren or my inner child. Like everyone has different needs within me, but it's like those words of affirmation, like over time, like when I have anxiety come up or when I, ha- when I see negative comments like that, it's like, you know what? I know my worth because like we've worked to like build my worth like within me, yeah. like well, but not even that, but I think we all just believe in what the fuck we're doing and just yeah. having that confidence of, knowing that what we're doing you know is something good and is something that you know is helping people out there like at the end of the day like that's really all that matters because a stranger telling you you have daddy issues like okay great i know but i'm saying it's really not gonna you know it's not gonna hit a dent so i think it's it's not only just ego but it's also you know and it is you know knowing your self-worth it's you know having really strong beliefs in your mission and what we're doing and just you know the having the people around you that support you and show you 
and your fan base that like show you the love and the care and the support that keep you going. And then I'm just trying to dive into like the tool that like anyone could use to like, like ge- overcome like generally that to overcome negativity. Because like yeah. if you're sitting there wondering like how am I going to overcome anytime I see someone say something negative about me, whether it's like you know if, even if you're not like a public person, like if someone just says something negative about you in per in general, like you know um, a family member or a friend that well you know friend Hopefully or like friend. or someone <laughs> that you don't like or whatever. Like if if they're gonna sit there and like say negative things about you, a lot of people struggle with the fact that they'll sit there and be like, you know what, that person might be right. Oh my god, what if they're right? You know, so it's like you got to find the ways that you can work to like build yourself in a way to where you can look at that and be like, you know what, I know they're wrong, and I know my worth, and I know who I am, and I know why I'm doing these things, and you know, like I don't need to believe what they're saying, and and that can look a variety of ways for people. For me, it was always about like words of affirmation in my and in believing like what who I am and what I stand for and what I do with myself and my time and etc and that's like what's given me like the strength to like look at the comment section half the time and be like okay this is all just bullshit and people projecting their insecurities on me and I don't yeah. need to pay attention is to words it. of affirmation like one of your biggest like love languages yes I wonder if, like love languages yes. like you know like how we want to be loved by others but like like, I'm sure that that really plays a part to, like, how we are with ourselves. And maybe that could help. Well, you like, like think about how you love self. yourself. Yeah, yeah like, how you love yourself. Yeah, like, what is it that, like, helps you? Like, you know, I feel like sometimes we put so much love on other people and we neglect to do it ourselves. So maybe, like, putting, like, how you imagine putting love onto your significant other, like, putting that on yourself. And I think you I have think to realize. Way to look at it. Too. No, I agree. And I, and I think that's a phenomenal point to bring up because I think you need to realize that like that when it comes to love languages, like it's not just like, oh, I like words of affirmation and gifts. Like you <laughs> need to look at how like there it, it's very multifaceted. You need to look at how you give love to others, yeah. how you receive love from others, how you give love to yourself, how you receive love from yourself. Yeah. You know? And then you got to look at your partner. How do they give love? How do they receive love? And so it's like, you know, it's never just this one simple like, oh, I really like gifts and words of affirmation. Like I I realized a long time ago for me, you know, and that's when I did a lot of mirror work. And that's kind of like when I really started to like work on my relationship with my ego was like sitting in front of a mirror and like looking at the parts that maybe my ego didn't like or the parts that didn't inflate my ego for example like I always thought I had really big legs and I was like okay well I look at this and I think like my ego is not happy because it's like we want thinner legs and then after you know and so then I'd start to like deconstruct that and be like okay well these are the legs that help me move these are the legs that get me to the gym and like can squat 225 pounds back then not anymore (laughs) you know those things and so it's like you start to deconstruct that and then like you tell yours like you you start to tell yourself over and over, like, I'm worthy, I'm beautiful, I am this, I am that, da da da. And after a while, like, you know, I, I, I don't know if it sounds stupid if you're listening or whatever, but like, after a while, then you realize, I am beautiful. Yeah. I am worthy. Oh, I am enough. Like, the way you talk about yourself is like. And to yourself. And to yourself, like, plays a huge part. Like, I have to, like, stop. T- I talked so harshly to myself. Just because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like, what I was taught to do like yeah you know like growing up and stuff like that so it's like I mean I think it's it's like so important what you say to yourself absolutely like or even what you like read again like just reading going back to the comment section just seeing like oh you're a whore you're a whore 
and like seeing that every day, like, even if you don't believe it, just like still having the separation of not looking at it all the time. Cause like, it's still like, will make, it'll still like trigger something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I think sometimes it's like, it- It'll yeah. trigger, like, going back to those practices That's like social media of self-love. So yeah. You know? Sometimes, like, when you see that over and over, then you got to, yeah. like, revisit that self-love and, like, sit in the mirror again and be like, I'm not a whore. Yeah. I'm not wrong like, for what I'm doing. Keep yeah. working at it. Exactly. For sure. No, but, I mean, it, like, what you're saying about how you love yourself, words for affirmation work for me, but, like, it could be other things, like, you know, physical touch, touching yourself in a variety of ways, not sexually. Like, it could be, like, you know, like, I remember one of my friends was saying that, like, a lot of times in, in situations, if she's really struggling in the situation, she'll, like, kind of nurture herself, like, rub yeah. herself or kind I of hug like herself. Hold on to my or tits. Hold, Exactly. Like, in a non-sexual way. I'm just like, yeah. like there's sometimes comfort, there comes, emotional yeah. support, left boob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, like, find the ways that you show love to yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think what all the, all the words of affirmation, gift giving, quality time. Quality time. That could be another one. Like, do you, like, Simple, spending so time with yourself. Oh, yeah. A bath. Yeah, I you love know? spending time by myself. Same. Or, like, if you're I'm getting of- more used to that. Yeah. yeah, I used to not be that. Like, I used to, like, Same. if anything, I used to be so much more extroverted. And I feel like the last couple, few years, I think, I've, honestly, since COVID, like, I've learned to, like, be okay being by myself. Because before, it was, like, either I could see myself with work or I could see myself, like, going out, doing, like, a million things and, like, Sometimes I would just never just sit alone with myself, like, I, or in my thoughts, you know, and, like, to just, like, be alone and just be present and be bored. Like, I didn't know how to do that. And, like, yeah. now I'm, like, fuck, let me just lay there. Now sometimes I'm, like, myself. you know what? I'm going to cancel because I want to be alone. Yeah. Like, you I know? just want to be alone. And it's, like, I used to not know how to do that at all. Like, I remember. Hard. I read this headline the other day that I thought was really important. It was for this article. I don't know what it was on. I think it was BuzzFeed or something. And it was like, men are no longer competing against each other. They're competing against women's solitude. Because so many women have learned, like, how to be, like, happy alone. I think one of the statistics is that the happiest sector of women are single women without children. Is because, like, you eventually learn. Like, I think as women, we've had to learn how to love ourselves because men just don't know how to love us. And how to take care of ourselves. Yeah, how to take care of ourselves and everything. Pay the bills ourselves. Every the house ourselves. Cook for ourselves. Even if you are partnered, half the women are having to. Yeah, half the women are having to do that work anyways. So it's like, then we learn, like, you know, we... We got it all on our own. Yeah. And so then like, then you, you learn how to like (laughs) enjoy your own time. And so then someone else comes in and they have to like now step up and be like, you're worth me taking time out of myself to spend with you. Yeah. Exactly. So. So. How about you, Cammie? Any words? I'm just going to say, I do love that narrative. I also, I dream of a world where, you know, not everyone's not just chasing hyper independence and we can learn how to all nurture each other's needs so that we can come into more healthy, productive, you know, lovely partnerships and all have our little communes. (laughs) You know, I think that's that's great. I mean, that's that's a valid point too. I think sometimes there's like, but I feel like, like there's a lot to independent where they don't even know how to like coexist. Yeah. With like a partner. But I, I feel like there's still a lot of work to be done there. But yeah. Well, I agree with you. I don't want hyper independence. I think, you know, we do want healthy, loving relationships with people. Like my goal, if anything, has always been to like help the men that I come in contact with to learn how to love. It's like or help them understand like to to see like the ways in the in that they can love a woman differently. I remember 
How do you when like, I? I oh, go ahead. I just want to know, like, how do you want to be loved? How do I want to be loved? Oh, by a partner. That's it. I think <laughs> that's a great question. I want to know because I've also you mentioned too, like how you had to end things with like your past partners because you weren't feeling fulfilled or like you didn't feel like completely loved. So like, what was it like? What do you need like from a partner? Like, what is it to make you feel like? How do you like to be loved? Well, this actually kind of goes into what I was about to say. Um, so great question. <laughs> I love that. Segway. Is that like one one of my partners when I broke up with him, he was like, you were, he told me, he was like, you're one of the best lovers I've ever had. He was like, I really feel like you taught me how to be nurturing and how to love someone even when they're not that lovable. Because like yeah. when I met him, like, you know, he was still really struggling with his insecurities. He despite having a phenomenal penis, never thought it was, like, big enough. And he really struggled with sex. And he really struggled with his, like, confidence. All these things. But despite that, I still showed him love. Because I saw those parts of him, and I was like, you are still lovable. And I, like, tried to, like, affirm that to him over and over and over. I'm like, no matter how, like... And because he ultimately he has he has to come to learn to love himself. He does. <clears throat> However, I wanted him to understand and know that even if he's not, quote unquote, feeling very lovable, right. that he is still worthy of love. And because that's how I felt and that's what I believed in. Like, I, I feel like, you know, we all have our demons. We all have our things that we're working on. But no matter what, we are all worthy of love. So to me, it was always really important to affirm to him that, like, even if he didn't necessarily feel lovable, very lovable, that he still was worthy of love. And I think, like, you know, I I do love myself a lot and I do see a lot of worth in myself and I love who I am and I have a very strong relationship with myself but however I still have my moments where I feel unlovable because there are times where I'm very irritable or to ask Cammy or times where I'm like very you know like I Combative. If things combative or if things aren't going my you way, just, like, I'm just me to like because you always use that word. So I'm very like, frustrated, and I'm not saying I'm combative like I hurt people. I'm just like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm someone that she like be throwing punches. No, no, no. I'm just You're I'm just someone a bitch to not be fucked with. I'm a bitch to not be fucked with. However, there are definitely times that I still feel unlovable, and like I would love it if I had a partner that looked at me and said and or treated me as if I was still worthy just because I don't necessarily feel unlovable and to be honest like that's what I loved about my ex-husband mm. when I met him there I had nothing to my name or I, I had nothing to who I was as a person or so I felt at the time I was in college I was 18 years old I worked as a waitress I had no idea what my future you know where my future was going I was working towards things but like I still didn't always know if it was the right path like I was pursuing aviation and like I was you know I was a good pilot but like I was also not like such a stellar pilot that I was like oh my god like this is what I you know what I'm gonna do for like the rest of my life or you know like I I, I loved flying but like I still kind of always had a feeling that like it wasn't necessarily the right place for me but I still went after it and I was still successful I in I was it. A, a fashion. yeah yeah so if I wasn't successful in it so it's like, so there were like, basically he met me at a time where like, I did not feel very lovable yeah. and he still showed me a world of love and support yeah. and that made me feel invincible. And like, and I, and I, like, I thank him all the time for that, you know, still to this day. And like, and I know that I am who I am because of, because of how he made me feel that way. And so it's like, when I think about like, you know, my lovers, I want them to feel the way that he made me feel. Mm. 
He mm-hmm. showed me so much love and support despite how shitty I felt about myself. I was gaining weight because I wasn't doing cheerleading like I normally was. Right. You know, I was like just trying to make ends meet financially because I was a waitress in college paying for my out-of-state tuition. Yeah. You know, like I was... Uh, and here he was four years ahead of me, had a stable job, had a stable income, like was, could have had a way better partner than me, but still he loved me and believed in you and believed in me and everything. And so it's like, when I think back to those years, I just remember that like, I like felt like I could take on the world because of how he made me feel. And so I want any of my lovers to feel like they can take on the world because of how much love and support I show them. And really, in reality, like, that's all I want in return. You know, it's just someone to make me feel the way he made me feel, which is loved and supported and, like, I can do anything, you know. And I've gotten to the point where I do, I feel that for myself. Like, I look at myself and I'm like, you're capable of anything. Whatever it right. is that you want to do, you're going to fucking kill it. And, like, I believe but that. there is, like, a, 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 a nice add-on. Absolutely. Like, like it, when, when a partner sees that, sees, sees that, that in you and supports you. Especially when you have a moment of self-doubt which happens you know yeah and you know like i i think to like that one partner that i mentioned and then i think to calvin for example too and like both of them you know i feel like neither of them saw things in themselves that i saw in them and so it's like one of the things that i loved the most was wanting to show them what i saw in them and i remember one time like my therapist was like well was it what was it about calvin that was like so like you know like did he remind you of anything like why why was he so important to you when he didn't really show you a lot and i told her i was like he reminds me of like who i was you know years ago before i met my ex-husband where it's like i didn't see myself and I don't think he sees himself. And so it's like, I, you know, like I wanted to show him himself in the way that like my husband showed me myself. Yeah. So thank but you for asking that question because now okay, yeah. I have my answer and I really love that. Cause I think that like, I think that we don't ever really like ask ourselves, well, like how do we want to be loved? And, yeah. Like, what does that look like? Because it's so like layered. We always think about like, okay, like who is this guy? And like, what can they give? What can they like, you know? how hot are they like what can they give to us in our lives yeah how hot are they what's their job what's their income what's their house what's their car like all these things but like how do they make you feel how do they yeah like what what like yeah because them being like six three is just can go only go so far. Can I, yeah, that's not that, you know, like, really only so, so far. Like it only goes so far. Yeah. So it's you know, so yeah. So ask yourselves, you guys at home. That's yeah. How moment. do you want to be loved? What do you want your partner to make you feel? Cammy, do you want to answer that question yourself? How do I want to be loved? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, probably the same way that Nikki just explained it, because I feel like Sorry my- if that was really long winded, by the way. No, that that was that was beautiful. I yeah, honestly kind of wanted to like jerk a tear a little bit, but I wasn't gonna be that person. I was like, this is not my love story. I fell asleep for a little bit, but that's okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, you what? Kidding. You I, like, said I fell she fell asleep. asleep. I was kidding, I was, of course. Um, uh, we've gone to the point where but I mean, also like you like know her. You've lived exactly. With her, I so listen like, to this all the time. And so you hear it, so it's like old news. I yeah. told Kami, I feel like now I've gone to the point where it's like anything that comes out of my mouth is just like complete bullshit to her. She's just no, like, yeah, yeah. Like I've just heard it a million times. Yeah. When have I said that before? Who else has asked me that, Kami? Have we not talked about that before? No. Yeah, we have. When? In, in in several other ways we have talked about. Oh, yes, in other ways. Okay, yeah, fair exactly. point. Now, how do you want to be loved? Tell us. No, I think it's really important for to have a partner that sees me. And, like, for example, you know, especially because 
going back to the comment section, that one clip of me crying, everybody was like, well, why aren't you with him? And Or why don't you get back together with him? And one girl was like, girl, just go get him. Go get your me. And I was like, guys, I just missed that one moment of him. Everything else, he did not make me feel seen. Exactly. My, yeah. I feel like my current boyfriend right now, like he, or sorry, I was going to say current partner, um, current boyfriend, he, my boyfriend, my boyfriend right now, um, sorry, current felt wrong. Just say it. Cody. He, yes, Cody. I feel <laughs> like he's one of the first relationships I've had where he looks at me and sees who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And supports that. And just having that, because I don't, I, I try to think back, like, especially whenever I was with my ex-fiance, um, even then, I don't feel like I truly had that. So I'm getting to experience it for the first time. And it does make you feel invincible. It does make you feel really fucking good when you have someone by your side that looks at you and sees every part of you. And they're like, hell yeah. like. Even the parts that she, suck. Exactly. She's amazing. Yeah. Even the yeah. parts that are like, eh, they're still like, you know what? Love that. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you know, we'll awesome. work on it. Love <laughs> it. No, no but, but it's true. I think, I think it is really important, you know, and, and as you get older, especially, I don't know, you know, if you're listening to this and maybe, I don't know, maybe you're 22, whatever, and you, you will start to realize the people who see you because yeah. it'll be as you get older, yeah. evidently clear the way they treat you. You don't have if to they see it. you or not. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the most important things. Um, in any friendship, relationship. In any friendship, any, yeah. romantic relationship, whatever the fuck. If that person sees you, then you know that it's going to be something meaningful, um, you know, and so forth. So I think for me, like, especially like how I want to be loved, I, I just, I just want to be supported and seen and cherished for, for who I am. I have anxious attachment style. Sometimes I get really bad anxiety. My mind makes up all these really random, weird scenarios. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll tell Cody that and he'll be, you know, he'll, he, it's not like he gets like threatened by them, you know, he'll just kind of like affirm me or, you know, let me know, like, you know, hey, validate that, yeah, validate him and be like, I totally understand, you know, you felt that way, but that's absolutely not true, you know, which is great for someone who makes up weird scenario or <laughs> made up scenarios in her head to hear that's not true. Yeah. Um, so Wait, I'm I love curious. a good delusional story in my head. <laughs> yeah. I am creative. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I am creative. I, wow, do I really just go all in. Right. Um, exactly. With absolutely <laughs> no zero backing. There's zero no backing. Just no stopping. Wait, yeah. I'm curious, you know, what What about the way that Brian loves you it makes you feel what, how you want to feel? Yeah. If so that's how, if that's a good way to word that question. <laughs> how does he love me? How does he love you? Yeah. yeah. I think I actually kind of talked about it with, with Jess a little bit, but I could like elaborate more. Like, I think what with me and Brian, it was like this like slow love. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it, I knew off the bat, like when we first started like talking and getting to know each other, like he was going to be the person for me. I just maybe didn't have those feelings or like had that lifestyle yet to like to have that but I as as I got to know him and like obviously like he's an amazing guy he's just like he he just like everything you were saying just like he sees you he sees me he like doesn't judge 
And if he does, it's like, it's just funny, you know, like we could really like laugh together. And I'm an Aquarius, like best friend first. Like I, we have to be best friends. Like I have to like, I have to feel like you're like the homie to me, you know, because if we're not like being romantic or like being sexual, it's like, I, can I stand you as a person? Do I like you? And like, Mm -hmm. he, like, he is all those things to me. And honestly, like ever since we like moved in together and like living together and like built and like really kind of being in this like partnership it's like made me fall in love with him more like I never really cared to like sorry I don't want to cry I look at Cammy like you know like and I like wanted to cry just like at Cammy's face. I give Nicole that look and she's like why the fuck are you looking it at makes me, me want like to cry when she looks when you look at me like that I'm like stop no but like it it like just being like I loved him before but I definitely loved him even more now like I feel like I'm only loving him more and more as like time goes on because it's like as as we're like building the foundation and like seeing each other you know like be in certain roles as like a partner and like how we like help each other through like our anxiety moments and like how we solve certain issues like helps me feel like really loved you know, because I, like I've explained before, like I never really, not that I was ever against marriage. I was ever like, I'm never getting married, but I was never really like sold on it. I was, yeah, I didn't really care. I was not that girl who had like a Pinterest board at like 17 years old, like planning. Like I never like thought about what kind of wedding dress I wanted. Very you know, curious of you. you like, I just didn't think about it. And I thought like maybe one day it'd be cool, but and I was like, maybe in a, I'd get married in a church. I don't know. I guess that's like tradition because I like grew up Catholic. But, like, you know, that's not going to happen. But I just I never like envisioned a wedding. I didn't, you know, envision marriage because I never really saw myself as a wife. Because of like the cliches of what a wife should be. But as soon as I like been there. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I like got into this partnership with him and he's like made me feel like a wife, but in my own way, like and make and also it's like. I don't explain it like solidifying what role we play in in the relationship and feeling very secure about that and like building like off of that is like what's making me like feel loved I think I, I can't that. wait for y'all to get married yeah, yeah. so now even I'm though like you're not excited. gonna have a bridal party I can I be the flower girl or something like <laughs> you could I don't know how about I'm not I plan any it. like yeah you, you can plan, plan it yeah she I mean I definitely weddings. want like my closest friends like you know like helping me get ready but like you, i don't want like a court bridesmaids like i don't need the whole thing i get that i get like that. i'm just like i kind of want it to be very simple and nothing like over the top well at least she offered to plan your wedding because yeah. she doesn't want to plan my second what? one whenever i get married i said married. i would i said i would definitely she would plan though it. i she just would, said she at, the, at the orgy part i would not attend <laughs> it's gonna be a sex the party orgy. we attend sex parties together i don't know why you can't be at my wedding sex party with I all the dudes that. you fuck, who the f- okay, fine, whatever. I'll <laughs> well, when we get there, we'll figure. It out. <laughs> and I'll help plan too. Maybe we'll get some sponsors to like help. You know, I but, like, yeah, imagine so. sending out that email. <laughs> We're <laughs> looking for sponsors for Nikki's an wedding. orgy wedding. Yeah. It's gonna be on the pod. We need a lube sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> some condoms. We need out. condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, honestly, I do love this conversation, A, because it was like completely, you know, unplanned for, but B, because I think it's just a solid reminder to like, you know, think about the ways that you want to be loved. Think about how you want to love others, but also, you know, like think about how you want others to feel when they receive your love. 
Yeah, or I'm your like, messages, okay? Think about the, what the fuck you comment on someone's post on Instagram. Maybe they're having a bad day and they don't want to read about you calling them a whore, okay? Yeah, don't so, be a bitch. Or Shamu. Yeah. I still cannot believe someone <laughs> called you that. <laughs> so bad. It, it's like really funny. It's I don't so know. Bad it makes me fun. like, I, I don't know why. Like, that as was you, the whale at SeaWorld, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But what? No. I don't know Shamu. why I'm getting Sorry. like, Shamu. I'm getting very like, pro- <laughs> uh, when you t- tell me about people saying bad things about you, it makes me feel very protective. Aww, and like, I just want you to says. know, yeah. I would throw fucking hands at anyone that said anything oh, to yeah. you. They will never say it to my face. Some, just no, but if anyone did, just know yeah, I'd, I'd be right there. We're pulling up. I'd be right there. One time someone made, um, in one of our videos, made a comment about Rose and oh. I, I got so mad I almost broke my phone. I threw it. <laughs> And I, I think like, we all did. We delete that comment. Yeah, we all. Yeah, yeah. I was no. I went and Rose is another one. I, I was went like, and blocked the yeah. person. But I got so fucking. I've never gotten so mad, and I nearly broke my phone. I was so angry. Ugh. That's so, so. yeah. No, there's. Yeah, I remember with Doctor Stephanie because you know she dresses very vibrant. She wears yeah. very bright she's colors, beautiful. and you know, um, yeah, she's beautiful. But because someone is so vibrant and so themselves, they were just like, oh, who's this clown and shampoo? Fuck off. You're the clown. You know, one of the so, things... Wait, hold like, on. We're all like... Wearing- oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, especially when it comes to, like, I don't know about you, Nikki, but for me, and I was talking about this yesterday to that couple I met at the party, but the more I go to sex parties, the, you know, and the amount of sex parties I've gone to, I've seen so many different, like bodies faces you know whatever and vaginas dicks, yeah, yeah vaginas dicks like assholes and you really do find the beauty in everyone yeah if you really stop being such a you know to the people in some of the comments I cunt insecure <laughs> cunt yeah i like cunt let's use so. cunt don't be a cunt no, it's true though, but also I also think it helps like when you see everyone naked because the the body just oh, yeah. presents itself so differently. But exactly. like, yeah, I agree. I yeah, it, sure. yeah. Anyway. And I just think like I was gonna say something so profound, but it slipped my mind. Yeah. I love when you make profound moments. <laughs> I really yeah, I like the question you asked. I was, I really when you asked how I wanted to be loved, I was like, "Fuck! How do I want to be love, loved?" I love to make bitches cry. Like I love to, I just love a crying moment, you know. Yeah. Like if, if it's not me, someone's got to cry. Someone's got to make someone cry. I, I saw, you guys I saw are those little tear. The, the yeah. I saw the watery eyes. When I wanted someone else talking about Brian. Yeah. yeah, I know. Every time I talk about how much I love Brian, I could cry. Like just even me, like I love. Brian. Okay, well, whenever you said that, he like amazing. Felt, when you said that, you Incredible. felt like you loved him more and more each day. That's how I felt about my ex husband. You know, and after and the way you described how you felt about yeah. your ex husband, I'm like literally Brian to the T. Like yeah. You just, accepts me for who I am even if I'm Shamu and my weight fluctuates 50 pounds and he, he loves you she, yeah. no matter what he's like I'm a beautiful whale okay whales you are not whale. whales you are, are incredible I will take it being. you are a beautiful soul you are a beautiful being you I'm are a beautiful body I'm making it my own no I'm like, own I'm it. like claiming it you know that's but as, as someone that's <laughs> been in a long-term relationship if you find yourself loving them more and more each day even after years because I remember you know 10 years into that relationship I was still like I still love you more each day and you 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 start to like learn that like your your love for someone can be this like endless well yeah um especially like if they're not like family or anything like that um and that's a really beautiful thing so hold on to that now that's why I'm like yeah fuck yeah let's get married because I'm just like that's 
Full send. Do it. Like Moral it. of the story is find the people that see you. And make you feel loved. And fuck everyone else. Yeah. Um, find your tribe. And then after that, the other people don't matter. And find yeah. us at DoubleTeamPodcast.com um, or <laughs> at Kimmy and Nikki. <laughs> we got to get going. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I just always need to say plug yourselves because I just like doing it. But... Um, I am hoping to plug myself with bee's dick tomorrow because I am horny as fuck. Oh, I'm seeing I'm seeing Cody tomorrow. Okay, I haven't had sex in like a while because I so I had Plan B and I was like I had my period for like a month. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. A whole fucking month. I've been there. Yeah, I'm fine now. Um, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to BrokeWithTherapy.com. All that shit is there. You guys support BGT because we're trying to get a studio, so we're not in the garage anymore. Yeah, and sign up for Patreon. Yeah, Please. support our Patreons. We both have one. Yeah, support my sunroom if you want to see me half naked. Yeah, I'm on there. Let's get a studio together. You let's know, we we need to get that studio. So whatever it takes, guys. Yeah, so support us, please. We're Love poor. y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> That was a great episode. I love that episode. I wouldn't even read the emails. We just like kept like. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.